Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Good morning. Good morning. How are you both doing? Well, I was having a good morning this morning. Like I got up early enough to get to my metro. I was like, successful day. And then before, like five minutes before 9am when I sat down, I was just relaxing before work started. And someone, we literally don't know who it was. Two people. Two people were in the building, don't know how they got in, and to try and let themselves out, instead of hitting the press to exit button, hit the fire alarm. Oh, is that what Brilliant. they did? Yeah, and then just left. That explains it. I knew there were two people in the building, and I was like, but what? That was like, that's all the information I had. Yeah, we two don't people know who in the they building were. did it, and I was like, what? They just came in and set our fire alarm off and left, but yeah. they were trying to get out the door yeah. and press the wrong button. But they Brilliant. were. Um, yeah, so then the fire alarm, which wasn't like a normal alarm, it was just a for like half an hour. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So me and Peter ran away to the Cultaholic um, office to do our podcast. It's like, I've got notes to make. I'm doing it in a quiet room yeah. rather than sitting here. Yeah, so. exactly. But Ben braved it out for some reason. Well, th- I feel like crap today. So I thought, <laughs> I just can't be asked to move. <laughs> I'll just sit here and bear the brunt of the noise. Um, You've also got... Relatively noise new headphones. Yeah, they, they yeah. were they were actually pretty good. I didn't have the noise cancelling on. I could still very much hear the mm. the, the noise, but uh, no, I just couldn't be couldn't be bothered couldn't yeah. be bothered to move. Uh, so, how do we segue on to this week's sponsor? How about just like that? This how about way? I just read it. Yeah. Each week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. It helps us keep that light on. That light on a little bit. Not that Where's one. Dead Island to the Spider this week? Still up there. Over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, Dead Island to the Spider is moving. still still here and fine. Mm-hmm. And Peter's going to tell you about that uh, company slash product right now. Yeah, did you know um, that we are sponsored by a video game this week, an actual upcoming an game? An actual video um, game? It's very exciting. Only problem is uh, it's recently been leaked oh, uh, online. Nightmare. And so people have seen all of this like footage and stuff of um the it's like a it's like a dog simulator game right right you remember like a dog's life i do yeah, yeah, that yeah. we played mm-hmm. and like th- stay yeah it is like stay <laughs> that's good that's another really dog good. simulator game um but you uh for the most part you're just sort of doing retrieval um quests you know someone will throw something and you bring it back <laughs> yes. someone will throw something <laughs> and you bring it back and you could yeah. call that a 
I assume that you were setting yourself up for a pun there. Well, I was, but I don't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't lead off he's the not phrase. Ready yet. He's you not would ready. call he's not that ready yet. A. Sorry. Okay. Well, I was just going to say the 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 um, video game in question uh, is called GTA Sticks. Yeah. Brilliant. I thought you were going to say fetch quests. Right. Oh no, okay. I I I'd got GTA Sticks out of what we were. Really? Going. Okay. As soon GTA as you said dogs, I was like, okay. yeah, GTA Sticks. Yeah, I might have said Fetch Quest, but yeah, I thought you were. I thought you wanted the name of the product. At no, the end no, of that sentence. no, no, no. I thought yeah. you were retrie- lots of retrieval quests. Yeah. Like, yeah, Fetch Quest. Fetch Quest. That's what they yeah. are. Sure. GTA Sticks GTA coming Stick. soon. Brilliant. It's just you as a dog, just bringing sticks back, just doing sticks for like eighty hours. Cool. Love that. Um, Is there a poo command? No. Is there a put poo in mouth? Come on. You can't do any of that. (laughs) It's just you in a really big park. Yeah. um, The the park of heaven, just forever. Yeah. A forever park. Amazing. That sounds incredible. That sounds good. When's it out? Uh, Well, it's actually not out at all. (sighs) Is it because of the leak? In the future. Partly because of the leak, but also because it's not real. Oh, Oh, come on. Dang it. How do you leak something that's not real? I hate Mm. that. That never happens. (laughs) Well, GTA Sticks is is not our sponsor this week, but Mm -hmm. our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com are our real sponsors this week, where for as little as $1 per month, you could submit questions to this podcast we've got lots of other tiers available including becoming a podcast producer getting you okay i just like punched myself in the jaw i was like doing this and just swung my fist up and just punched you're, myself. you're a danger i didn't see the punch but i just looked over you. and you were going mm, <laughs> what happened? Mm, just thumped herself oh. uh, including early worst games ever and early weirdest games ever and all sorts of other stuff as well go check it out patreon.com forward slash team triple jump yeah just like Curious Gregorius did. Yes. Great name. Hello, girls and boys. Is there a game that you feel is more than the sum of its parts? For me, it's Front Mission 3. The game is just combat loosely linked together with a weird story. The music is, isn't is great. Sorry, I thought you two were both looking at me strangely then out of my, in my <laughs> periphery. I thought you were both going, <laughs> no. like I got the wrong question no, no. somehow. Sorry, no. The story is okay. Outside of combat, it's just static pictures of empty rooms with speech text popping up. Conventionally, the game should be mediocre at best, but somehow, altogether, is really great. Are there any games like that for you guys? Okay, bye. Thanks, Curious Gregorius. Thank you, Curious curious, Gregorius. Peter, any games? Um, I quite like Soul Calibur 2 and its adventure mode. So as a fighting game, it's a fighting game, which is fine. And if you like fighting games, then great. If you don't, you won't like it. (laughs) Go flip yourself. Yeah, go flip yourself. Did you actually just say the F word? No, no, I said flip. I I also thought he said the F word. No, no, he would never. He would never swear. But Soul Calibur 2, as well as having the typical modes that you would expect, you know, arcade mode where you just maybe have like eight rounds and then you might unlock a character ending or something. Soul Calibur 2 has, I think it's called Adventure Mode or something like that. And that is, as Curious Gregorius says about Front Mission 3, it's it's just fights in a fighting game loosely linked to, together with bits of story. But I just kind of really like it, like more than very much more than the sum of its parts in that kind of a way. Um, it's not even that cleverly done. Like, it's limited to the number of characters in the character roster who are just representing different sorts of people that you're encountering. So you're adventuring across a map and like you you move and there's like branching paths and stuff. And then you'll like you'll reach a, a place and it'll say, oh, you're about to enter this temple and there are two guards on the door and they're saying, oh, you can't come in. And you're like, well, I want to. And then you enter this fight. And it's just you have to fight like... Mitsurugi 
and then you have to do it again and he's the other and it's just two of them back to back with different costumes on <laughs> but they're just like representing a couple of guards you know it's that kind of thing mm. um but i just really like i think it's because i know this is a fighting game and normally these are just here are some fights and then it's the ending and it's the fact that they have actually gone out of their way to just make something a little bit more unique that uh, is a lot of fun and it's almost a little bit rpg as well like i think you can name your character and choose which fighter you want to be and as i say there's some branching paths and stuff so it's quite good really for what it is uh, the other one i got is um i'm a bit of a defender of simpsons road rage mm. um Mm-hmm. everyone likes simpsons hit and run everyone raves about that game i really liked road rage it's just crazy taxi but it's also the simpsons and the music's all right and none of those things individually stand out as being like top draw but i just really like playing it i think like it's not something that you would put hours and hours and hours into but whenever i pick it up i have a really good time so that counts for me ashton i have one uh, of a more recent game that I played, um, Far Cry 6, I think was a bit bland for the most part. The story wasn't that great. The map, there was like a lot of nothing happening. It looked good, don't get me wrong. The soundtrack was all right. Um, but for the most part, it was just kind of fine. But I really liked playing it. I thought it was good for me. Um, <laughs> and every time I played it, I was like, this game is just like it's like a nothing game basically but the more I, I couldn't put it down i was like i don't want to play this game anymore but yet here i am playing it for another six hours so what am i what am i doing myself um i look back on that game fondly yeah. I, I still don't think it's a very good game no. generally speaking yeah. but uh, I, I i had fun yeah exactly and stuff. exactly like it was buggy and there was like definite issues with it but like I did have fun. The sum of parts definitely includes bugs. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. You, you know, you can't just get yeeted into the sky for no reason and not find that fun. Yeah, get like, trapped under a riverbed and drown because yeah. you can't get out. Stuck mm. inside Horrific. a building that you've rammed yourself into and mm-hmm. you can't get out of because this building is not an object. No. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed Far Cry 6. But like I say, I think it was like the story was kind of bland. I can't really tell you much about what happened most of the story um the characters of it were interesting and there was like some good voice acting and some good side quests but overall like it was just kind of fine but i think have like playing it all the way through i did have like a really good time but like you know on paper it was just kind of fine so mm. i think far cry 6 is there some of its parts there uh i've written life is strange 2 Ooh, um, because I think most people would agree that this is the least good Life is Strange <laughs> season um, out of the games that they've made. Uh, but there was something about it that really stuck with me. Um, I, I didn't, I think I spoke about it on the podcast at the time. I didn't like the little brother. I found him really annoying and whiny. Um, a lot of what you're doing is typical Life is Strange fare, which is either making dialogue decisions or walking around an environment and interacting with stuff, which is, you know, part for the course. Uh, but there, there were a number of characters that really, really stuck with me. And I'm not sure why, because I don't think many other people perhaps came away from it with the same experience that I had. Mm. But it's just it's just really stuck with me. 
uh, Life is Strange 2, uh, in particular the the chapter where you're living in the woods. I thought it was very good. And then it sort of went a bit downhill from there, and I wasn't really that interested in the finale. But the, the friends I met along the way in the woods uh, really stuck with me, and so that elevated the entire experience for me. Um, so I would say Life is Strange 2 is the one that I'm going to go with there. Nice. Cool. It's time to move on to a segment we've never done before. It's brand new and, and spanking. It's not, it's not how you it's say what? it, but you know what I mean. Spanking. It's brand, it's new, brand and new and spanking. And it's, of course, what we play in. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not yet. It's what we play in time. Time to talk about what games we've been playing. Peter, what games have you been playing? Well, if it weren't for you, Ben Potter, I probably wouldn't have been able to play anything this week because I am currently... <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Sorry, Ashton's you. allergic to me not being able to play games. Yes, yeah, we all are. I'm currently staying in an Airbnb. I'm between houses. I think legally, maybe that's not. I don't know exactly how the council feel about that. So perhaps I shouldn't be saying that. On but do you have a phone? Too late. I do have a phone. How, how is afford, that possible? How can you afford that? Yeah, I'm so. technically homeless right now, I think. Anyway, um, I uh, there is a very small TV in the living room of the place where we're staying, mm. and it's bolted to the wall. Ah, uh, so you can't get the so wires. I couldn't get the wires into the back and HDMI cable. So although I specifically did not put my PS5 in storage, so you could play it, so that I could play it, I couldn't do it uh, until yesterday. Uh, when the Cassie and Andor show debuted, there were three episodes of it. I was like, flip sake, I want to watch this. I don't want to sit and watch it on my phone in bed. So I just sort of tilted the TV stand. I could see that whoever put it up as well had put super glue on it. Oh, you know wow. when super glue leaves that, it looks wet, but wow. isn't. Yeah. Sounds like um, something I would do. Yeah. And so I was like, come on, please. And it didn't like, eventually it just sort of moved in a normal way like I, I was expecting it to go like and like snap or mm. something but i just had to really force it and then it went ah okay <laughs> it's tilted now that's fine so i got an hdmi cable in it but then last night i just watched three episodes of andor because they all dropped at once so oh, they I, dropped three episodes yeah today. they did yeah mm. um so i've not played anything since the last podcast except i went to the house of pots um on when was it? Friday. Friday. Last Friday. So the day after the previous podcast. And we played, for our sins, some Trine 4. 4. Yes. You guys. Yeah. You guys. What? If we end up playing Trine 4, <laughs> it's going to happen like, oh, again. Yeah, where everyone's where? like, this is the bit where this happens. Oh, we know what we're doing here. Yeah. I said, oh, it's war. Well, Leave you behind. Jesus. <laughs> Leave you behind. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um... Anyway. Where are we at? 14, 14 <laughs> minutes and about 14, 25. 20. Yeah. Sorry okay. about that. Saws. Um, I didn't realize you felt so strongly about I just Trine keep getting Ashton. left behind and we play Trine. You were moving into Because a house. you guys have played it all before. We and don't remember like, the solutions to puzzles. We yeah. remember like, oh, here's that like idiot <laughs> snail man or whatever. But yeah. we don't remember. No, but I keep getting puzzles. left behind. You why guys. Why do you feel left out? Because... I was I wasn't there, and you've played all the games before without FOMO. me. And we didn't then, know you when we played. Yeah, the but game I know. Before. But now you know me, and you know we're probably going to have to play Triumph Four at some point because we got this far. We may as well finish it. <laughs> and now I'm going to be left behind again. Well, in our defence, Peter and I actually started Triumph Four in 2019, mm. and this was our first opportunity in three years to continue 
our playthrough. But we restarted. We did restart and we didn't remember a damned thing about it. And all we did manage to play was exactly, pretty yeah. much exactly up to the point that didn't we played it originally. Didn't unlock any new trophies. <laughs> we were watching so the trophy, looking at the trophies and no new trophies did popped not get from any chapter further. to chapter. Right. So, uh, um, so there. And you were busy anyway, Ashton. Yeah. I was on a train. Yeah. You were on a train. Why were you on a train? I was going to Leicester. And why were you going to Leicester? So I could move into my house the next day. And that's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Very exciting. Would you rather have been playing Trine No, for? I wouldn't. You don't I even like don't Trine. Yeah. <laughs> you hate Trine. It makes you cross. <laughs> it makes me cross because I get left behind all the time. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Don't you flip this <laughs> narrative around. Do. It's not because you get left behind. You can it's because be you don't leader. like it. When we play Try and <laughs> 4, you, you just don't like it. It's fine. You can offer every single solution when we play Try and 4. We yeah, go on. I'm going to play, exactly gonna play it on my own. I'm just going to download yeah, you the do. game. And you know what? That's absolutely fine and normal. Absolutely so try. enjoy your Try and 4. Thanks. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we played some Try and 4. Um, it's just more trying, isn't it? Yes, it um, is. I'm trying to think what differentiates it from the others I at all. Three. Yeah. I like, I like that it was sort of different camera angles and perspectives and stuff. Yeah. Four is very much your back on your side scrolling mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So. And I feel like they changed the box physics from one game to the next. And the, yeah. I like trying... It's definitely trying one, maybe trying two as well, where you could do different size boxes mm. and you could do, maybe we'll unlock, unlock the planks later, but we couldn't do it's planks true. yet. You don't draw them in this game, do you? you no. You just press the box button. And we're that far into the, we've done like four or five chapters and you still don't have planks. One um, four, you don't have to draw them or anything. No. Mm. No. So I kind of, in a way, I prefer the first couple of trines. Maybe the second one is better than the first because they probably improved on a few things, but mm. yeah. You know, uh, so that's all I managed to play this week, sadly. But I do now have a PlayStation hooked up to the TV. So straight here I come. <laughs> it will eventually happen. Yeah. Yeah. I also moved into a house this week. So I've been in a bit of flux um, and I haven't really had time to play anything. Slash, I don't have any internet. So um, I can't play anything on my PC. And um, I had to download un the Uncharted like trio um with mobile data oh, no basically my boyfriend has this phone that o2 like never turned off um <laughs> when he worked there so it's got like 30 gig of data that we, wow. we don't use it we just have a sim card so i i've been propping that up in the window of the house where it's the only place where it gets decent 4g <laughs> connecting the playstation to it and then spent like all night downloading uncharted the series um i can't remember what's the name of that uh, nathan drake collection. nathan drake collection yeah. thank like you like a like aftershave yes Yes. Um, and after all that, I've only played about 20% of the first game. Um, no. But I've played for a bit where like, I crashed my plane and then I was like look, saving the game to go to bed. And I was like, I've played 20% of this game. I've been playing it for like two hours. What are you talking about? Um, but apparently it's not very long. So I'm excited to uh, not have to play that one. Because Is that your first time worst. playing a child game? Yeah. Hmm. Apparently it gets much it's not, better. not it as good. Yeah, better, exactly. Yeah. So. I wouldn't wouldn't dwell too you much kill on the a lot first of people one. I, you kill a lot i've of people already killed a lot of people There's an awful lot of gunplay in the first one yeah, i mean you, you yeah. continue so to shoot people. people for the rest of it but the the shooting improves in subsequent games yeah. whereas the first one is a lot of not as good gunplay so yeah. just don't get weirded out when elena's like entire face model and hair seems to change between each game which cool. doesn't make a lot of sense it's like sometimes her hair's darker like she's just got a different face mm. it's just it's weird cool. it's, uh, yeah i kept forgetting what her, her name was i kept thinking her name was hannah 
And then they'd be like, Elena. And I was like, oh, Elena. Not Elena, Hannah. sorry. For some reason, I kept thinking her name was Hannah. But just wait until oh. you meet Chloe Fraser in the second one. You're, can't wait. She'll be... I hope she looks just like the one yeah, in the movies. Your milf meter will go off, Exciting. off the scale. Um, so yeah, I've played only some Uncharted. I've got so many games that are like on my list to play once I get the internet working. I just need them to send me the box. And then I need to find in the house where I have to plug it in because apparently I can, but I've yet to find a like oh. port for the internet. Well, so. after actually looking hard to find yeah, it. Yeah, I've been looking and I'm like, oh, no. I can't find it. <laughs> but they were like, yeah, you've it's been installed before. So I'd have to come around and sort it out for you. And I'm like, well, the, so so they're not so. Usually, they force a man round, don't yeah. they? Well, big, you be in. Big internet were stuff. like, it would cost you forty pounds to get someone to come and install really? it, or you can just do it yourself. And I was like, Screw well, that. I'm not paying you forty pound. Big internet, I would just find it. Big internet, internet. don't force. Because when they get there, they're going to ask me, hey, where is the, uh, hey, hey, where's the thing? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. Don't know. For I don't some know. reason, I thought you were going to say when they, <laughs> they're going to ask me. Hey, what have you been looking at? We can see. We checked your history, and uh, we're not sure. None of your business, big internet. So yeah, uh, just played some Uncharted this week. Ben, what nice. have you played? Uh, I played a few things. I finished Little Orpheus, which I talked about last week, yeah. and uh, I enjoyed it. My thumb was really sore at the end, though, because all I did Holding was right. hold right. Yeah, basically. Um, and then I played through, the, the, there's, I assume, what was originally DLC or an additional chapter that takes place after the events of the game. Um, and there is a sort of side-scrolling shoot-em-up section there, which is such an absurd difficulty spike <laughs> compared to no difficulty whatsoever mm. that I was genuinely getting very frustrated because I was treating this as sort of like a... I'll go on, just one more, one more check. Because they only take like 45, half an hour, 45 minutes to finish. And there's yeah. like seven or eight of them. And I was, I'd already done a few. So I thought I'll finish the game and then, and then it's done and I'm, I'm done with the game and that'll be nice. Uh, but that bit, it was like midnight and I was just, there were no checkpoints in this thing. You had to go right back to the start and it was um, bad, actually. It was bad. Uh, but on the whole, the game was very enjoyable, mm -hmm. and I, I liked it a lot. I would recommend people seek that out, give that a go. Uh, finished God of War 2, can't remember if I said that, and started God of War, th uh, not God of War, Gears of War. I was I've written GOW. God of War. I've written G-O-W in the, the same initials. Uh, yeah, Gears of War, finished Gears of War 2, started Gears of War 3, so just slowly making my way through that. I finished Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which I enjoyed for the most part, but I was unsatisfied with my ending. And I know there are several different endings, mm. uh, but I just felt it didn't really make a lot of sense. And I was sort of uh, forced down a path that I, I couldn't really relate to or really made. It, it didn't really gel, I felt like, with the decisions I'd made. Yeah. And a lot of the characters and people I'd met just weren't involved and it just felt a bit flat and a bit strange. Um, so that's a real shame, but I did really enjoy Cyberpunk and the world and uh, it does still let itself down with the occasional bug and glitch, uh, but I'm glad I played it. I'm Are glad you done I waited until now? now to play. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to play through it again. Uh, so that was it. I finished Cyberpunk and I liked it, but I didn't like the end. Uh, and now I have started Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. Mm. Finally. I started it up immediately, had a splitting headache last night and finished the first mission through the data center. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's where I left it. So cool. uh, it looks very pretty. Um, I didn't understand for a second the difference between having to hold R3 
to use your focus as opposed to just pressing R3 and pulsing out. So I was trying to tag stuff and it was like, no, 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 you need to use use R3. I am. I am using R3. Uh, but no, I was using it wrong. It took me a while to get like used to it, and then even then, I, I very rarely held R three and got the full like focus out. I think most right. of the time I just tapped it because you don't really Pulsed. need to. Yeah. yeah, I also got really, really lost while climbing something because each the like there was the there was a level I climbed up to of this this rickety tower, and then I jumped across to shoot some cable or something, mm. and then I got back across and climbed up a bit further. And I don't know if my brain just sort of soft resetted but the that floor looked identical including the jump across to the thick so i was like this isn't i've just been here Mm. and i spent about 10 minutes like jumping off ledges and like weirdly glitching trying to glitch my way up the side of it like i need to go higher because this is the floor i've just come from and then i realized actually it is the next floor it just looks exactly the same Mm. and that really confused me but i'm looking forward to playing more of that and i'll let you know how i got on next week Mm. I really hope you enjoy it. I'm Me really, too. I'm like really worried game. that you're not going to like it and that I'm going to be sad. Well, now I have to like it. Well, it's one of those things, you know, when you tell someone like, oh, this game's really mm. good. Oh, of course. And then they, you, they come back, you're like, oh, I really hope that they like it. Like, what if it happens all the time. Yeah. I'm like, watch this YouTube video. No, I don't, I don't really I don't really like this. You feel like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. But I doubt that I will uh, I will let you down because I like the first one. So. Yeah. Well, I have another... Okay. Uh, I'll keep you posted, actually. Cool. I'll let you know question two. next week. Cool. How... This one comes it. from Dan Scott. Two first names. It's going to be um, good though. Hello, BAP. You've spoken in the past about the time between games announcements and their eventual release being determinal to the game, detrimental to the game itself. Recently, however, studios are now announcing multiple games at once, with Ubisoft announcing the next three Assassin's Creeds and RGG Studios announcing the next three Yakuza's. Or like a dragon. Like a dragon. Mm. Correct about this. Touched for um, the very first time. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on studios announcing the game that's that's after the next game that's after the next game could game could game number one be affected by if people are more hyped for great oh my god could game number one be affected if people are more hyped for game number three for example much love to you all thanks dan Dan. i think this is a bit silly to do i think it's short-sighted i think it like limits you in terms of changes of direction or it does i mean you can still decide oh we're not going to do game number three as we said it was anymore like you can obviously still do that you're not committed but um i think it you then have to go through the rigmarole of saying you know how we said we're going to do a game where you are uh whatever the third one is i can't remember uh you know a pirate i know they've Mm. already done pirates but we've decided we're not doing pirates now we're going to do vikings you know whatever and i just think why not why why do why do this (laughs) why do we need to know about three games ahead makes no sense i'm not suggesting that um internally this hasn't been going on for a long time Mm. maybe like pretty much all the huge series that have regular sequels have been planning two three games ahead for ages and this is just like it's now becoming more popular to actually say it publicly but i just don't see the benefit of this at all i see some potential negatives and no real positives because people can still you're not you're not driving more hype i don't think people people will be like as hyped for three games as they will if you just said the next game will be this Mm -hmm. like i don't think you get three times the hype or anything and all, all you really do is feed into that thing again as dan says in the question of announcing games too early and then people being mad when they don't hear about stuff for a long time um so 
yeah, I just I I don't see why this has happened or what the benefit is of doing this. I don't know if you guys see any positives to it at all. I think the only positives are like internal thing. I've talked about this before about how like it's all about stocks, and if mm. they say that for the next yeah, three years we will be announcing we will be releasing three big Assassin's Creed games, for example. Ubisoft stocks are probably going to go up. I don't know much about stocks, but I'm pretty sure that that would be like a good thing. So they'd probably be like willing to tell everyone about them so people might invest in them and they might get some more money. Um, But I feel the same about this as I feel about Disney announcing the next like four years of Marvel movies and TV shows and stuff is that I don't have enough brain space to be aware of what's going to come out in 2026. I don't even know what I'm doing next weekend. Like I can't f- f- like fathom that far in ahead. So I would rather that they just announce the one that's coming out. So I'm like, okay, the next Assassin's Creed is Mirage. Brilliant. That's in my brain now. And I know that it's there, but I don't know about the next two. I've already forgotten them. They've gone. They're yeah, not there anymore. Um, I just know that they're making three which I assume they were making three because they are always making one. So I'm like, if one's come out, there's probably another one on the horizon because let's face it, we can't wait more than a year for a new Assassin's Creed. So I don't really see the point in it, like you're saying. I just think maybe the only benefit is like business-wise, you know, big business and all that. Uh, But I just, yeah, I just don't see the benefit to the consumer or like, you know, the hype train to announce three games in one set like sitting because i was watching it and i was watching it and i was also confused about what the which assassin's creed was which and what we were doing first because i was like wait we've said assassin's creed so many times which one's coming first and which one is this oh this is mirage okay and then again the other two are gone now so you make a good point about about tv shows like like disney and marvel for example and star wars as well do the same thing under the disney umbrella where you know, the, the, there are shows that were announced ages ago. There's like a Lando show and mm-hmm. it ranges the New Republic. And that's they've both seemingly just like disappeared. Yeah. And I'm not particularly attached to those. But I know people who are like, I was really looking forward to those. And now they've gone away. Yeah. And that's because they plan these things in advance. And maybe they'll still happen. But at the moment, they're seemingly not a priority. And so... It's another negative is that like you can have people get really excited for game number two or number three because of what it is, like, you know, the setting or something. And then if if they say in a couple of years time, oh, you know what, we've, we've sort of changed our minds on that one. Mm. You just, you know, setting yourself up for disappointment. And you don't know what the market's going to be like in two or three years. Yeah, like you what's can't, trendy. As much as like, you know, we can't say that they won't be, there's no guarantee that these games will be popular when they come out. Like there could be something that comes out between now and then that completely like overwrites their, you know, say if it's set in like, you know, Pirates, for example, Mm. a really good Pirates game comes out next year and the game that they've got planned for like the year after that is like, oh, well, we've already done that. Now, like obviously you're not going to change the whole thing because they've already made a Pirate game, but you don't know if Pirates are still going to be in, if people are going to care about it anymore. So it's kind of like, not only detrimental to us, but like you don't know what you're going to be in three years. So Yeah, although on the other hand, I guess... SUB big soft. games big so. games like that are being developed over three years yeah, anyway exactly. just that we're being told about it yeah ben do you want to- <laughs> yes uh i think to an extent it's okay to announce a trilogy but we don't need to know everything about each game in that mm. trilogy it's almost 
easy, well, the, the correct way to do it, as far as I'm concerned, is to say it's a brand new Gears of War trilogy that we're going to be working on. The first one will have news for you soon. And that way people know that there are th- going to be three games mm. in this arc. But they don't, you know, you, do, you shouldn't detail every single one of them for the reasons that you both said. The fact that these games might be cancelled or changed or, you know, interest might be lost in the series and it might just fizzle out and we won't get any. Uh, to an extent, though, I would rather know. I, I think it's a little bit different in this instance when compared to sort of a standalone game. For example, I don't want to know about the next Halo game five years before it comes out. Mm. I would rather, like, because we were always going to get more Assassin. We were going to get three more Assassin's Creed yeah. games. We were always going to get three more Like a Dragon games as well, in all likelihood. You know, those those are two very successful and popular franchises that have been long running and will probably continue well into the future. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge surprise. Uh, th- I don't know. I haven't looked into either of them because... Ultimately, I would rather learn about them when they're when they're close to release. Yeah, uh, and I do have an element of control over that in that I have not gone and looked it up myself. Um, but I would, I don't really mind as much knowing that hey, this popular franchise is is getting three games, mm. three more games. Here they are, as opposed to as I said, like a Halo or Uncharted 5. It's it's coming in 2027. Like, I don't, yeah. don't want to know about those games this far out. As long as the first game in the next three games is out within the next couple of years, that's still okay. It's weird and it is silly, and they only really serve to do themselves a disservice as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what we were talking about before in terms of waiting a really, really long time for any game uh to to be released uh i'd i'd prefer to know you know about about three more games as long as one's coming out sooner yeah, yeah. just tide you over while right. you wait yeah. for the second and third yeah that's that's fair so yeah mm. well it like you say ben it was a bit weird of yeah. them to do that to announce that in the news that those games are coming out a bit strange yeah peculiar maybe like weird news weird news If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Remember, you can submit weird video game news to us on social media by replying or commenting underneath the post that goes out every single week. And in addition to that, you can become a podcast producer and get a shout out right here by going to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and supporting us at a certain tier. Peter, start us off. Thank you too. Nathan. G.Y. Goliath. Sean Legg. Walco. Robin Wardle. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody Elbame. Katie Garajarad. And Gab- uh, Gabrielle Philippink. And John O'Parkin. And John O'Parkin. John O'Parkin. Thank Wonderful. you guys so much for Thank you, us. Patreon podcast producers. What you got, Peter? I've got some weird news that was sent in by Mindsweeper on Twitter mm-hmm. at Harrison Clemen 6, like Clement, but with a 6 instead of the T, mm-hmm. who sent a link to a <laughs> Kotaku article. Uh, GameStop stonk bros are so mad about the Netflix doc trailer, they're rallying to unsub. Oh, no. I hated that entire headline. That was horrible. Yeah? What, just, just the like, topic or just the wording the of it? the way that they, like, worded it. Okay. Uh, after taking umbrage with a new trailer, some are even suggesting they all mass unsubscribe. This is written by Z- uh, Zach Zvizen or Zvizen. Uh, on Kotaku, as I say. Back in January of 2021, GameStop's stonk price exploded as Reddit trolls went to war with old-school investors after the latter bet on the company failing. Reddit et al. called their bluff, and, well, it's now the stuff of documentary films. Speaking of, Netflix just released a new trailer for its upcoming documentary about the wild Game Stonks saga, and it's made some of the trollish Redditors who were involved in all this ve- who were involved in all this very mad. So mad, they're threatening to cancel their streaming subscriptions. Let's rewind quick to briefly explain what the hell happened back in January 2021. They then don't explain it very briefly. Uh, it's several paragraphs of filler. Um, we may, did we talk about We must have touched on it at the time. We've got mm. to have, yeah, touched sure. on it. I ba- can't remember. Basically, uh, a bunch of Redditor stock investors invested heavily or, you know, bought a lot of uh, GameStop Did they stocks. short it? Was that it? I Was think shorting, shorting is something to do with it, yeah. And in doing so, because... Like on paper, there's suddenly a lot of interest in GameStop. The stock price goes up and up and up. And, and then because the stock price is going up or the value, people are buying thinking it's going up in value. I'll sell it in a bit. And so it just sort of snowballs. Uh, I think there's even some term hyper something. It's 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 a hyper something thing. Mm. Uh, anyway, so they kind of artificially inflated the value 
and uh, yeah, it, it caused all sorts of chaos um, on the stock market. Uh, boy, the stock bros and redditors really hate it. Uh, sorry, I've skipped the trailer. Is what we're talking about now. Uh, we now have this trailer for the upcoming Eat the Rich: The GameStop Saga. Is that Bo the name of it? Apparently, <laughs> fantastic. Boy, the stock bros and redditors really, really hate it. Over on R slash Super Stonk, the main GameStop stock theory crafting subreddit. Yes, that's a real thing. You can find numerous highly upvoted and popular posts declaring that the doc is a, quote, bad portrayal of retail investors, with many imploring all who will listen to cancel their Netflix accounts in retaliation. Stonk bros are mad at the doc for a few different reasons, but the two big things that keep coming up are the supposed lack of input from investors on r slash super stonk and r slash wall street bets, and because of the final line of the trailer spoken by journalist Taylor Lorenz. The trailer ends with her seemingly poking fun at the Redditors who set out to fight the GameStop short sellers, saying, YOLO, let's destroy the economy. That line seems to have really angered a particular group of Reddit investors. Um, There's now a quote that says, I'm ready to cancel Netflix anyways. YOLO lady gave me a reason. Slater Netflix, said one user on r slash super stonk. Slater. Slater. A portmanteau. See you later, later, I guess. Wow. They're Can so cool. I find mm. that almost cringier than... Yeah. yeah. YOLO, let's, let's YOLO, let's YOLO. <laughs> Which does sound like it comes from the new Saints Row. Mm. Cancel Netflix and use that money to buy GME stock? Question mark, replied another. Of course, very few have shared images uh, or, or other evidence proving that they have cancelled their subscriptions or that they even had one to begin with. Well, yeah. hey, if they cancel it, they might be able to buy a house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the article continues, but that is the long and short of it. Um, there you go. Wonderful. Thank you, Peter. Some stonks. Stonks are, stonk bros are mad. Stonk bros. Classic stonk bros there. I have some news. It comes from Josh Lee's. It's from Nintendo Life. Random. Random! Nintendo confirms how to pronounce Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, it's Tears Not Tears or Tears Not Tears. Let's find out, shall we? Let's. Um, well, this was written by Ollie Reynolds. Well, thank goodness that's over with. Since the reveal of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom at the most recent Nintendo Direct presentation, some fans have been feverishly debating how to pronounce the new title. Is it tears as in crying or tears as in ripping? Now, this writer had absolutely no doubt about the pronunciation, just ask anyone, but Nintendo has now confirmed for definite, just in case you're still at 100% on the matter. Oh, there's a full stop there. <laughs> The news comes via Eurogamer, and yes, as most of us suspected, the pronunciation is tears, as in crying tears, much like the tears you're no doubt much like the tears you're no doubt shedding having to read yet another article on the ruddy title. Grumble. So there you go. End the discussion. Move on and thank you very much. Brilliant. It's Random. Tears, not tears. It's tears of the kingdom. Not tears of We the need kingdom. Fraser to put out a social media post saying Tears of the Kingdom is pronounced Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, mm. yeah, without yeah. any, without saying as in crying. Yeah, just yeah, we should do yeah. that. Okay, but it, I that's mean, to be fair, like it was a justified thing because the whole thing was like a bunch of islands floating around, mm. like in the trailer. Yes, yeah, so you, you could, could say like, case. hey, it was te the kingdoms been torn torn apart, torn apart, torn apart, Ted, Ted, Ted. Teared. So 
I mean, it definitely was tears, but still. Did Nintendo really have to do a, a statement? Because was it surely the title was announced in, in some other languages as well at the time? Or was I it think, not? Was it only announced in English? No, it must have been announced in other languages as well. It might if, have been that they just... What if they came out and just like did the, the most unhinged pronunciation? Like neither. Just T-arse. Yes. T-arse. T-arse. What was that game a little while ago that was a... Uh, that had the word like arse in it or something? <laughs> there was a game that came out that we did a quipscope or something on and it was... Um, oh, it had arse in it. Yeah. Arceus? Arceus. Pokemon Legends. Well, I've got weird news. This, uh, at least on Twitter, came from Samuel Benson and Connor Bennett. It is from Pure Xbox, part of the same family as Nintendo Life, which means random. <laughs> ben and Jerry's ice cream <laughs> appears in Xbox Game Pass library. Oh, I saw this. It's written by Ben Kerry, not Ben Jerry. <laughs> Okay, this isn't something we thought we'd see today, but here we are. A Reddit user spotted Ben and Jerry's appearing as an Xbox Game Pass title. Yes, the ice cream brand. The app wasn't titled as such, but all the media related to Ben and Jerry's ice cream. After coming across the post, we thought we'd best check for ourselves, and lo and behold, it's there in our Game Pass library. There it is. Just ben and <laughs> Jerry's just sat there underneath Wolfenstein and next to Yakuza Zero. Uh, in reality, the game is some form of test product with users commenting that when downloaded, it's a basic touchscreen game. No, we have no idea how professional shots of Ben and Jerry's ice cream tubs appeared to advertise in Xbox games, Xbox game, but hey-ho, there it is. This isn't the first blah, blah, blah. Have you ever... Blah, blah, blah. There we are. That's the, <laughs> that is the story. Yeah. Thank you for sending that in. Thank ben and Jerry's much. now on Game Pass. Have you ever eaten Ben and Jerry's? Let, Let us know, know your favorite flavor in the comments below. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. That's weird news. On to the next question. Question three comes from Conroy Milk, mm. who says, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You could make some uh, Conroy Ben and Jerry's with, with Conroy Milk. Awesome. Conroy cheese. Or milk beef. Yeah. Uh, not milk beef. Not milk beef. That's coming up in the main menu later. Mm. Uh, greetings, BAP. I've recently been, I've recently been thinking about difficulty settings in video games and how harder difficulties in games, semicolon, particularly FPS and other shooter games, usually boil down to you leading less damage. Dealing. De dealing. Sorry, that's my fault. Dealing less damage, enemies dealing more damage, and there being less resources or checkpoints available, all of which make these games less engaging and create a sense of artificial difficulty. Are there any changes you would make to difficulty settings so that the game remains fun without becoming a grind or overcomplicated? Cheers. Conroy Milk. Thank you, Mr. Thanks, Milk. Thanks, Mr. Milk. Thank you, Mr. Milk. Um, <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's just, his name. It is his name. name. Yeah. Um, I like adaptive difficulty um, or DDA, which is dynamic difficulty adjustment. Um, that was a phrase coined by Crash Bandicoot, I believe. By himself. <laughs> Peter Austin. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's featured, partly I like it because it's featured in a couple of games uh, that are very close to my heart. Spyro, well, Spyro 3, my least favorite of the trilogy, <laughs> had, um, if you were doing very well, if you'd been collecting all of the eggs as you go and all the treasure and you'd not died very much, the game would spawn more enemies in certain levels um, and it would even change boss attack patterns and things, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Uh, in Crash Bandicoot, there was adaptive difficulty 
Um, the boulder, if you kept dying to the boulder chase, the boulder would just go slower and slower so that you would like find it easier, obviously. Um, if you kept dying in the same place, a regular crate would turn into a checkpoint crate. So you'd get an extra checkpoint. Sometimes you'd spawn with masks if you needed them just to get an extra hit point. Um, and even like some slightly more recent games, Resident Evil 4, apparently enemy behavior would change depending on how well you were doing. Um, so I really like that because quite often it's happening just in the background. You don't even know it's going on. Uh, and it means that you're assuming it's working well enough and that it's been, you know, carefully tested. You're probably getting a game that's almost tailored to exactly the level of difficulty you require to have mm -hmm. a bit of a challenge, but not too much. Um, I guess the only thing is that if you really want to play a very, very difficult mode uh, or you really want to play a super easy mode, if that's all happening in the background automatically, then that's not really going to work, is it? You know, if I sit down and, and I'm like, I just want to like blitz through a run of Spyro 3, but if I'm grabbing every egg as I go, then one of the bosses is apparently notoriously difficult if you've got like 100% of the stuff so far. It's kind of not really been done properly. So I don't know. Uh, and in a way, I'm not even answering the question because Comrade Milk asks... <laughs> you know, what I think what kind of specific things could you do to affect difficulty that aren't just stronger enemies uh, or, you know, changes in damage. Um, but, you know, to take some from that list of adaptive difficulty things, I quite like change, changes in um, actual AI behavior, boss attack patterns mm. and things like that. You know, if it's possible to make your AI more intelligent or, um, you know, do do different things based on difficulty, I think that's always a good thing. So uh yeah those are some some ones that i'm a fan of yeah i think like ai being smarter is definitely one because that yeah. doesn't necessarily feel unfair then when you're just like well i'm just not going to do enough damage right now because yeah. i'm just underpowered um that feels like you have it's like a if it's you die it's your fault rather than it being like the game's just hard too hard so i do think that's a good suggestion also i think that like maybe context is important like if you're going to play the game for like a second time obviously they can't change the story because you're suddenly like underpowered and stuff but i do think that sometimes when a game is just hard like there should be some kind of context as to why it's hard like you know when you leave, lose all your weapons at the beginning of a game like all the Lara Croft games where suddenly you're in a plane crash and you gotta get all your stuff back like that kind of thing is important because you obviously don't want to go in feeling OP but you also don't want to go in like well I've got a decent sword and like my character is apparently the best warrior in the land yeah. so why am I getting my ass beat by like the bang average skeleton that I've just bumped into um so definitely feel like context is important to kind of make it more engaging and like, in, what's the word, immersive. Um, I also think that sometimes games just don't give you like rewards for playing on difficult. Like if you've defeated a boss on a really hard difficulty level, you should be rewarded like you've defeated a boss on a really hard difficulty level. Obviously this isn't going for all games because some games do do this, but I think that like if you get a better reward it sets you up in a good stead that then maybe the next boss you see isn't going to be as difficult because you've got um good sword from big boss you know so it's it's all about kind of like rewarding the player as well as punishing them for picking a stupid difficulty mm. but as someone who literally never plays above normal at max um i don't even bother 
touch because I'm like, I know I'm going to get frustrated and mm-hmm. I just don't want that. So I just stick far away from like bumping difficulty up to hardcore mode or anything. But you, Ben, must have had to play on hard sometimes to get platinums. I have. I have done. So and maybe, it wasn't fun or yeah. enjoyable. It <laughs> kind of ruined the experience, yeah. which is why I agree with Mr. Milk that uh, the harder difficulties are just kind of boring. Mm. Like the, the, there's got to be more interesting ways uh, other than increase enemy damage, increase enemy hit points, lower player hit points or whatever. Yeah, That's kind of, I mean, it's the way it's always been done, but could we do it more interestingly? I think that we could do it more interestingly. Mm. Perhaps maybe changing enemy placement, uh, changing the weaponry of certain enemies so they have slightly more powerful guns, not increasing the power of the guns they always had, but mm. actually just give it, now they have rocket launches. Have fun <laughs> dealing with that. Yeah. Um, move items. Add or remove sections of the levels, like in Time Splitters back in the day. Mm, if you played yeah. on easy, it, they were just the levels would just end sooner. Right. Uh, which could be considered exclusionary for people who are not necessarily looking for a challenge. But it, it, the there's a way that yeah, but there's a way to make like games challenging in a more interesting way rather than just making it hard. Mm. You know, just 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 change things up so that it is more challenging. But in a different way. Like you could be going through the level on easy or a level on easy and there'll be a corridor or a storage cupboard that's locked. And if you go through it on medium or maybe hard, that storage cupboard will be unlocked and it has items in it that you can get that will help you out. Because yes, it's harder, but it doesn't mean you should have fewer healing items. If anything, it means you should have more healing items because mm-hmm. the game could be more twisting and turning. Um, alternatively, you can just add on to that and screw traditional uh, difficulties altogether and have one standard option like some games do like this is the this is the way we want you to play this game yeah. and then have additional options that you unlock after you beat the game like a randomizer mode so th- there are loads of mods for this for all sorts of games the Soulsborne games in particular you have no idea what enemy you're going to face that coming mm. around the corner it could be a boss just in the level <laughs> wandering mm. around or add what we would traditionally call a hard mode, which is just you have oh just yeah, you have lower lower health, you do less damage, and enemies have higher higher health pools and do more damage and just have that as an option once you finish the game, maybe. I just think there's there are so many ways that we could increase the challenge of the game without without just labeling them hard. I think one game that does it quite well is the Borderlands series with their mayhem mode system where Mm. once you've played the game, you can boost your mayhem level, which means you get better rewards. And it means that every time you enter a new area, all of the stats are reset. So you have to go in the menu and be like, right, so fire weapons are going to do like 80% less damage. So I need to swap out all my fire weapons or fire is the enemies will explode when you kill them so you need to make sure you're far away from them which i think is really like an interesting way of doing it because like i say i hate difficulty levels but i didn't mind doing the mayhem mode stuff in borderlands because i got better stuff but also like i it was more difficult and there was different things i had to think about every time so that is one way of kind of doing it and also you can re-roll some of the mayhem mode stuff as well if you're if it's too hard which is nice because you can just take it back down to like mayhem three which means you don't get maybe as good of a loot but you still get to experience like the game with like you say new bits and pieces so mm. yeah. and in a, in a way seeing the difficulty broken down like that particularly in borderlands where it will tell you enemy damage plus 20 mm. percent, i mm. think just sh- kind of shows how 
boring difficulty modes are generally yeah. like they will do precisely this much more damage obviously usually it's hidden from you but knowing and the other games will show it to you in that in sort of that much detail i think only proves that man we could be doing stuff a lot more interesting than, yeah. than we are I think. yeah i like um in the halo games there are skulls hidden around every level has a skull hidden somewhere in it and if you go and find it then you uh you then unlock a skull that you can enable on level so you're, you're about to go into a campaign mission you go into the skull options and you can they all have different effects um and you just switch them on and off and i can't think of specific examples i might be wrong in saying these but there's, there's stuff like um enemies will like just throw grenades all the time mm. and stuff like that is interesting because if you've got enemies chucking grenades all the time they might actually be hindering themselves as much as actually you know damaging you if they're if they're knocking them off walls and stuff um in a way it's just more chaotic rather than like inherently more difficult mm. um or there's stuff that will affect both you and the enemy so i think there might be one where it's grenade um explosion radius is like doubled so that's the same for your grenades and the enemy grenades so things like that do make the game more difficult and there are like trophies and stuff that you can unlock i think for playing with a certain number of skulls on and and you know and the reason you get a trophy is because it does make it more difficult but um yeah it kind of it mixes it up as well in having things that affect both you and the enemies i think that's kind of an interesting way to do it as well mm -hmm. well it's time to move on to a pretty big discussion a big discussion <laughs> it's big discussion time time for the big podcast discussion which comes this week courtesy of cameron keywood who says, so the big news is about one of the biggest leaks in video game history and a nightmare for Rockstar Games. Do you think the leaks of GTA 6 had the potential to delay the game by a few years due to work disruption and the limiting of working from home? And what are your overall thoughts on leak culture? Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I've got a whole lot of information here from Video Games Chronicle about this, just in case you weren't aware. This is, uh, I think, pretty much up to date at the time of recording. There's been a few twists and turns. So we'll start at the beginning, which was, I think, over the week, last weekend uh, is when this was all kicking off, maybe yeah. Sunday or Monday. I think it was, like yeah. Uh, over 90 alleged videos from a development build of Grand Theft Auto 6 have been leaked onto social media, first posted to the GTA forums by user Tepotuber Hacker. The footage includes... It's, oh, that's Teapot, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it might be Teapot Uber Hacker. This yeah. is the importance of Camel Case, everyone. It, <laughs> it could be Tepo Tuber Hacker. Who knows? <laughs> he signed something as Teapot oh, okay. uh, later on. So. Teapot Uber Hacker. Uh, the footage includes open-world gameplay, which is alleged to be from GTA 6, and they appear to be legitimate. It's claimed by the leaker that the videos were downloaded from Slack. If legitimate, the leaked build confirms the previous reporting that the game would take place in Vice City. A YouTube video of the leaked build shows a character running out of a store during a shootout with the police. This is one of the longest pieces of footage to come from this leak, as most of them are only a few seconds long. Another YouTube video shows the female character walking through a strip club, which is densely packed with NPCs. Footage of a character walking through a Vice City metro train has also been posted, adding to the evidence that the game will take place in the, the Miami-inspired location. One clip posted to Twitter appears to show how the shooting mechanics in the game will work while driving in the game. Another shows off the conversation system, as well as robbing a fast food store. 
The user who posted the initial leak on the GTA forums also claims to have the source code of GTA 6 and GTA 5 and is threatening to publish it in full. They have posted snippets and screenshots, but VGC can't verify the legitimacy of their claims. They also claim to have a test build of a game, of a game, it says, that they could release should they desire. So that was the initial reporting. Mm. Yeah. Then... Now, multiple videos have removed at the request of have been removed at the request of Take Two, seemingly confirming the legitimacy of the substantial leak. These videos are largely hosted on YouTube, with the Twitter versions of the leaks remaining on the platform. Then, the forum poster wrote, "Okay, so this has gone unexpectedly viral. Woke up to a, to three thousand Telegram DMs. What is that? What is, is that? Is he just saying? It's, uh, it's it's like WhatsApp, but if you." If you don't want to use WhatsApp. Telegram. Yeah. If you're okay. a teapot hacker. Yeah. If you're a, yeah. Yeah. Tepo tuber hacker. Just a messaging mm. app. Cool. If you're an employee of Rockstar or Take-Two and you're trying to contact me, send me a message containing a string of numbers on Telegram or you can email me at email address from your corporate email address. I will try to read all of these replies soon. I am looking to negotiate a deal. Then Rockstar responded. We recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live service, uh, our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. We are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we, re we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players, that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and of course, we'll properly introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. And finally... Uber recently suffered a data breach and said it believes that its attacker or attackers are affiliated with a hacking group called Lapsus Dollar Sign, which has been increasingly active over the last year. The hacking collective, which may be based in South America, is thought to be responsible for a series of cyber attacks against major technology companies, including Nvidia, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Samsung, and Vodafone, and this GTA League as well. Wasn't 2K also hacked this week? Yeah, I everyone think, had to change their passwords. I think so. Mm -hmm. GTA, uh, yeah, 2K was also. It was like their just sort of like your your yeah. 2K account, your Rockstar account or something. So go change your password. Been a busy week. I don't it. know if that's related to this or if it's something else, but mm. uh, yeah, go change, change your password. the password. So that is where we are currently. Uh, yeah. This this was huge. I don't know if you guys got to see any of those videos that went out. I saw yeah, a few saw of a them few. on the first Reddit post that went out like I, uh, on Saturday or whatever. I, I do sort of hate leak culture. As you know, Cameron asks, that's part of the question. Do you hate leaks? And I do, but... Because I'm not so um, kind of devoted to GTA, I, I didn't mind. It's big news, and I knew we'd be covering it, so I did watch that. But ordinarily, when stuff gets leaked like that, if it's something that I'm interested in, I actively don't want to mm. see it. Like, mm. why? Why would you? That's a whole other. That's part of the question for later on, I think. But um, I mean, the the biggest, the initial reaction to all this was this is like devastating to rockstar and it's going to be terrible for the game and stuff and of course it's not good news i i admit that but um i'm i mean i might be my opinion might be partially colored by an article i saw on the ringer um that was saying you know this this isn't as terrible as it seems to be the the people most affected by this are the employees mm -hmm. i think um who have like been working really hard on something and you know, will have been 
looking forward to the moment where they could finally reveal something in its you know finished form uh and it's been leaked ahead of time and unfortunately there's been all that like rubbish discourse online like terrible takes from people have you seen all these yeah, things where people just... saying like this game looks rubbish like this is uh, definitely what it's going to look like when it comes out if you out, understand like, video game development you would know that visuals are, are the first, first thing that is done and everything for the next year will just be mission coding and wow. something one of or the other. things that I love about the, not like the only thing that's good that's come out of this is every, like a bunch of other companies being like yeah. when we first released our game this is what it looked like Releasing, and it's Sea like, of Thieves and of... they've got like jelly bean people like yeah. with maps mm-hmm. and stuff and I was like that's nice of them be like, you're all stupid and wrong. Yeah, yeah, I liked that solidarity. There were loads of like devs. Like a real outpouring yeah. of support from all across yeah, the Yeah, here industry. was our game at this stage. Look look how the visuals are finished, mm. aren't they? Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's must be infuriating being someone who's working really hard on something and knows that eventually it will be this, you know, I think we all know it's going to be a pretty incredible game as the previous Grand Theft Auto was um and and to see it released in that state and then on top of that see a load of reactions from people who don't understand uh saying why does this look so rubbish I saw a good tweet that said you know people have bad takes uh saying but people have bad takes because they're coming out with um why does this unfinished game look so unfinished or something which is Mm. exactly the point um but in terms of uh whether what has actually been revealed about the game is going to in some way affect the course of the the development i think that's not entirely i don't think that's particularly likely you know i've seen articles or people on twitter again saying oh no they're now gonna like they're gonna feel they have to change all these like key points because it's been revealed well for a start a lot of stuff that was confirmed by the leaks we already knew about from people like Jason Schreier, that, like the fact that it's set in Vice City, um, the Latina um, playable character, uh, those kinds of things. She looks great, by the way. She looks great. Yeah. Multiple protagonists. Details like that were already out there as kind of maybe unsubstantiated rumors or maybe like, you know, believable little bits of information, uh, but from reliable sources like Jason Schreier. So things like that being out there, uh means that there wasn't actually a whole lot to take away from what was revealed um the the bigger issue is whether the source code is actually out there Mm. um i'll I'll pass over to you guys now i've got more to say but um i think the main like i obviously i also hate leak culture i think it's just stupid like they will release a game when it's ready they're not going to bring it out any closer to release just because you've yeah, it's not going to speed it up you've said oh well i've actually found the source code of your game so you gotta release it now um like it's not going to be ready any quicker because it's not that's just not how it works i think the general consensus from like most of the the gamers the bossaroos out there was that we didn't want a repeat of half-life 2 mm-hmm. we didn't quite fancy having to well we obviously don't know how long it's going to take for gta 6 to be released anyway but we now don't want to have to wait an extra few years while they scrap everything they've got or like restart a bunch of stuff especially if the source code gets leaked because that's going to be terrible and this guy is uh a tosser i think like threatening to leak a source code is just ridiculous all the things i've read about him is the fact that like or her or them um is that like they were paid a hundred grand by someone to to get this stuff and then are now just like holding that 
money and the footage hostage trying to get more money from various people they're like holding it to ransom so it's just stupid but i think that the whole thing is it's just frustrating like as a casual slash semi-professional gamer that like you we see this happening and we can't do anything about it like we're like well you know it's happening now it's all gone out there we can avoid the footage but people have already seen it rockstar have obviously got to deal with that now i'm glad that rockstar have said it's not going to stop them from producing the game and like i say hopefully these clips and stuff aren't going to be enough to stop them from making the game that they're currently making and make them have to start again but obviously we never know what's going on behind the scenes at rockstar so we don't know if they've gone right start again everyone scrap what you've been working on so we can only obviously wait and see what they do and and so so hopefully it won't be too long of a wait to find out more information about it but it is a shame because like we always say we don't want to hear about games until they're ready and like we've got a kind of horizon of like when's going to happen so it's a shame that they've not even had the chance to kind of talk about their own game yet it's just been done for them which is which is a shame mm. so in spite of the very very bad takes um it would be i i am hopeful that most people can exercise common sense mm. in that this is a leak yeah. and this game is still years away because it's leaks like this albeit without footage um that that killed the last of us part two's momentum and still haunts it to this day that reputation that really toxic reputation that toxic cloud that surrounds the last of us still uh came from leaks originally mm. it's just not helpful to any kind of discourse and i i mean the internet never well it always finds new ways to surprise me about how awful it can be <laughs> But I am I am hopeful that that people will be sensible and will not use this to to judge the game because it's not finished. It's mm. not it's not meant to be seen yet. Um, so there we are. In terms of will the game be delayed? I mean, again, yeah, it depends on whether the source code is is recovered or what happens there, or if work has to be scrapped. Uh, but they've already slowed development due to working on their alleged toxic workplace culture yeah. mm -hmm. as well as the uh, the crackdown on and refocus on avoiding crunch uh so we were already probably going to be as it says in the report there at, at least a couple of years two or three years away from maybe even seeing anything let alone playing it uh so i don't the answer honest answer is i don't know i hope not but the story is still developing so yeah. we, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what um what what comes out in the in the coming days yeah i mean rockstar's statement the the kind of they don't say outright this will not affect the the duration but they there's something in the wording there that you know the um you've got the quote haven't you ben? i have they, I'll, I'll find it for you um it's they they sort of say it's not gonna uh, at this time we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects yeah so that sounds optimistic on their part. Um, it just, yeah. If the, if the source code is actually out there, and I suppose the guy wouldn't necessarily say, I've got the source code if he didn't. And if he's apparently been showing screenshots and stuff, then yeah. maybe he does have something. Then that is the only thing that could maybe cause issues. Because if, uh, you know, in terms of multiplayer cheating, for example, if you've got source code that is um, that underpins multiplayer stuff then mm. that that can't be out there you do have to just kind of rewrite that kind of thing but uh certainly in terms of 
reception and sales, uh, Half-Life 2 wasn't negatively affected ultimately um, when the same thing happened there. So fingers crossed when this game does eventually come out, God knows when that will be, uh, it will likely not be affected in terms of its actual performance by these leaks. Yeah. Um, even though people at the moment are saying, oh, looks rubbish. Not everyone is saying that, of course, but yeah, people who don't really understand what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> and the stocks bounced back. Like The stocks took a dip of like, was it like 6%? Or maybe it was 0.6%. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they came back by the end of the day. So um, I think the market is, is not being quite as pessimistic as mm. perhaps no. some of the players are. I like to think that this is a bump in the road and yeah. resolved. And you know, if they if if they have a rough idea of where this uh, or who this person is or where they're based, um, they're working with Uber and the FBI apparently. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I we'll saw one see thing what comes of it that said. So although you said uh, was it South American, the the sort of the community of hackers. hackers That's yeah. what they think. Um, I saw a separate thing. And this, I suppose this could also be true, that it might be a 16-year-old... Oh, he was arrested earlier this guy year. Guy in the UK. Yeah, that guy, I believe, I, I, this may have been part of the same article, actually, but that guy based in Oxford right. was, was arrested earlier this year, I believe, citation needed, who may have been involved in various cyber crimes uh, okay. and was sitting on, like, tens of millions of pounds wow. um, from, from his ill-gotten gains. Uh, but I don't know if he's affiliated with Lapsus mm. dollar sign. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, it's. I don't understand how any of this works, but it sucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully it doesn't delay GTA 6 um, beyond its quite presumably quite distant release date anyway. Or set back the workplace culture as well. Yeah, of yeah. course. There yeah, is people talk have of, to work double hard. Yeah, and there is talk of limiting working from home now again because, I mean, Slack, you could, you could have in office as well as from home. So if Slack is the issue, then it doesn't necessarily... Avoid that by saying, well, you all have to come in now. Yeah. You'll still be using Slack. But yeah, there's there's talk of just being able to have tighter security on stuff by having everyone. There's in, gonna be like a site. memo that was like, no one sends anything over Slack anymore. If yeah. you want to send something, you walk to their house and you deliver it yourself. Yeah. Do not with go. an armed guard. It's like when they they told everyone like you should never use USBs. Like when the place I used to work, they were like, you never use a USB. Use everything in the cloud because if you lose that USB, mm. everything is out in the open. And I was like, okay, well, cool. What about an SD card? Does that count? I had to put yes. my I had to put my phone in a drawer every day at work when I worked for Splash Damage. Mm. Wasn't allowed in, right? Uh, and all the blinds were permanently closed as well. Oh wow! Uh, no natural sunlight. I had a bonsai tree that actually survived that entire period. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. And then I got it indirect sunlight, and it died. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> my uh, the company my dad works for um, is a German company, and you're not allowed to use. I think it's WhatsApp on a, uh, a work phone because apparently mm. the Germans have some, they're not sure about the security of WhatsApp. Mm. And he's also not allowed to plug any USB devices into his work laptop because they could they, they might they have like spyware on yeah. them. It's the same with the NHS as well. Yeah. A lot of the same rules for that, confidentiality reasons and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, yeah. that's the big discussion. Let us know what you think. Did you see the footage? Do you think that the, the graphics are finished first before anything else? Mm. Uh, slap yourself in the face. You got brain cells <laughs> No. Uh, let us know what you think, of course, in the comments below. And thank you so much for listening. Peter's going to tell you where you can get involved around the internet. 
We put all of our content out on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. You can find our videos and live streams on both of those at in on in and at both of those places. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We uh, when we're streaming on both of those sites, we are modded by Lord Rotovich, Trowling Badger and Mr. Black. Um, and if you've got Amazon Prime, part of the bundle and the deal there is that you get a Twitch sub. You might not know that, but you can spend that on us. It won't cost you anything extra. You just get a Twitch sub with it. So do that if you like. Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump for video and live stream announcements, legacy video content, Twitch stream highlights of the week, all sorts of fun things by Fraser. Oh, bits of news as well go out there as well. Um, So have a look. Thank you, Fraser, for looking after that and for looking after TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump where we do our TikToks. And finally, from me, we've got patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Lots of different rewards available there, uh, including asking questions on the podcast, being a podcast producer, the other podcast that goes out just to patrons and loads of other things as well. So have a look. We have a website. It's triple j dot map. That's triple j u dot mp. It spells jump and it's very clever. If you want to join our Discord, you can go to triple j dot map forward slash Discord and hang out with a wonderful community. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. And if you to do something, bloody well do it. If you want to listen to the podcast in its audio forms, why not go to triplejerk.map forward slash podcast. If you want to check out one of our live stream VODs, if you've missed one of the ones we've done this week, why not go to triplejerk.map forward slash VODs. And if you want to book a cameo from any of us or James Jenkins, you can go to triplejerk.map forward slash cameo. And if you want to buy some sick and cool merch, not this, not this. Not available right now, so you can't have those. Um... Not that. that not that either. No. You can go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements, which may be coming sooner Soon-ish. than you think. Very mm. soon. We're working on it. Uh, why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton. Myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Plays it. On YouTube, thank you. On YouTube, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, being solo streams on Twitch. Slightly different this week, no joint stream because it was a bank holiday, so Peter's subbing in, or subbed in, sorry, for the Thursday joint stream. Mm. Uh, Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everyone else. The podcast is every Saturday, and we do shows all the bloody time. Come check them out. Why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. This week, uh, we've got an... Uh, we've got the After Dark for for people who support us on Patreon at a mm-hmm. certain tier. You get access to the After Dark podcast. Here is talk about all those salacious things that mm-hmm. we're not a lot to talk about here, <laughs> including swear words. Ashton's allowed to swear there, and it's fine. She's yeah. allowed to swear here, apparently, as well. Yeah, she just do whatever she really wants. She just cares so much about trying, um, which we didn't know. Now we do. Yeah. Peter, there's some sort of sponsored list. There is. It's all about Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. There's been some new footage that we have got access to. <gasps> oh, legitimately. Legitimately. Legitimately, yeah. We've not, we've not, hacked, we've not hacked in. Ashton just whispered the word exclusive. I don't know if it's exclusive. It's well, exclusive among those who signed on for this brand deal. Yes. Right, yeah. So it will all at the same time, a few different places will be revealing collectively exclusive footage. Yes. But it's not yeah. exclusive just to triple to jump. Us. No. Uh, but yes, um, we are doing 10 things you need to know about Marion Rabbit's Box of Hope uh, based on partly all this new footage that you can see within the video edit itself. Number 10 is Ashton's really excited for it. Yeah, amazing. It's not number 10. We're hiring. It's finally time. 
uh, a day that I think we were all a little bit concerned about, but mm. Uh, mm. we are hiring a full-time uh, staff writer to join our team to work with uh, all of us, myself and, and Kat uh, in particular, uh, writing ranked scripts. Uh, big shoes to fill, obviously, but we know there's some extremely talented people out there. So uh, throw your hat in the ring. Give it a go. Tripleju.mp, probably forward slash careers. But if not, just scroll to the bottom of the homepage and there's mm. a careers uh, careers little link you can press. Or check out on Twitter or Facebook if you can't. Yeah, find. Twitter or Facebook. There's posts about it there as well. Uh, the the criteria that we're, that we're looking for, various little uh, tidbits that we need you to write just to see if you're up to snuff. And uh, you could work remotely anywhere in the world or you could work out of the office with us. Totally up to you. Uh, so please do go and check that out and apply now. The I believe the listing is open for about a month. So you've got time, mm -hmm. but don't delay. Get on it. And you won't hear back until after the deadline okay so don't chase it up between now don't and the deadline buy a cat or a computer in like just because you think you've not got it for now hmm. just maybe wait i mean if you're thinking about getting a cat anyway do you, although do is you it do? a remote position it, it can, can be, be remote. It can but be i'm just remote. saying don't like buy an, like a, a coping cat if you were thinking like oh i definitely haven't got it and it's only been a week you maybe give it a few weeks before you buy a cat yeah also give it a week the other side of the deadline for for us to check through yeah. all the yeah. submissions as well you know it's gonna it's gonna take us some time uh but there we are go go apply if you're interested we want to hear from you just enough time peter to well, talk about this week oh one more just thing. enough time for me to say to you that there's also a quip scope right probably of course. it's yes. not actually been recorded yet it's very it true should be out yes there was there's a quip scope that's out on this podcast feed both well the audio version on the podcast feed and the video version on the youtube channel i believe it's, it's ben's feet oh okay that's fine it's my shoelaces sorry <laughs> i'm 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 dangling my feet around um what is it called it's called uh, shovel, shovel Knight, Knight Dig. Dig. Yeah. Shovel Knight Dig, I believe, is what it's called. James has been playing that. It's the new sort of rogue-like, roguelite spin-off of Rogish. Shovel Knight. Uh, don't know a huge amount about it because we haven't recorded it yet. We're just about to. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to learn more, go check out the Quipscope now. Yeah. That is everything. Peter, do you have the sponsor? Do you want to be a dog? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to do some fetch quests? Yeah. Woof. Uh, GTA Sticks. Coming uh depends if the source code has been leaked. It might take longer. Woof. Um you can buy the source code online for a hundred thousand pounds of Bitcoin or dollars mm. or something. Um, Doge coins if you've answered. Doge coins. Doge coins. Yeah, Just contact Mr. Teapot man. Mm. Um yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna go now. Thank you so much for listening slash watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.